Greetings, everybody. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in to Dangerous Misinformation. I'm your host, Rodney Smith, if this is your first time tuning in. Greetings. This is the only podcast in the world where we love everybody. We make fun of everything. And I'm happy to have you here. Uh, go find me on social medias at Lord Petty in some form of underscores. You know the drill. Sorry if you're here for the uh, 235th time, but actually there's more episodes than that. Ow, I just really clanked my teeth together. Um, I've deleted quite a few episodes. Obviously, I deleted the very first episode. I deleted one where I was trashing somebody way too hard one time. I've deleted a couple episodes and uh, God, how long we've we been doing this now? I don't know. doesn't matter. doesn't matter because we're going to keep doing it. We are never going to stop. So uh, go get my book, The Petty Principles, on Amazon or Barneys and Nobleys, anywhere where you can get books. Because sometimes you can't say things on the internet, which is wild to me that we're living in the, quote, freest country in the world, but free speech is limited on the devices that we were given to share information. And as much as we trash Gen Z, we really got to take responsibility as millennials because it's millennials running the tech companies. It's not boomers. Maybe boomer, boomers are financing them and have word on the board. But for the most part, it's you know probably people in their 30s and 40s running these tech companies. And they're the ones where they're like, oh, we need to protect our communities. Fuck protecting communities. How about if you don't like something, you don't click on it? You know what I mean? Maybe I have, who gets to decide? Then they have these very just loose rules, these very loosey-goose, vague rules about what you can and can't post. But then somebody with blue hair can come around and say, nope, we don't like this. Let's nuke it. So I really hope, I mean, I'm all about small government. Uh, is, but I really hope there's going to be some sort of laws which come in and say, you know, if you're going to have these services, you can't act like a phone company on one hand, then you can't be a private company on the other hand. You know what I mean? Obviously, you're going to play that hand if you do have it. That's why people were freaking out about when Elon Musk bought Twitter. It's funny because all these left-wing outlets, they come out. When Elon Musk buys Twitter, they say, well, by Elon, by this billionaire owning this tech company, he can go in and turn down the information that he doesn't want. Well, on the same segment, they're telling us that shadow banning doesn't exist. So now you're afraid somebody's going to do to you what you've been doing to everybody else. But anyways, speaking of uh, small government, bro, I just had a letter from the IRS and I almost shit my pants. Uh, it turns out I do feel fear. I don't really feel fear or I do get anxiety, which is, uh, you know, everybody gets anxious, right? Well, two things. What do we want to dive into first here? Everybody gets anxious, and I think the term anxiety is way overused, but I actually do have like clinical anxiety, and I didn't even realize it was a thing. And um, one thing that I've really learned to implement, so if you have anxiety, here's, here's a way that you can really cope with it that's helped me out a lot. You just tell yourself in your head, I'm not in physical danger, because your brain thinks this fucking saber-toothed tiger is chasing you, Right. We get worked up about, oh, the imaginary digits in a bank account aren't what I think they're supposed to be. Oh, my, this person is blah, blah, blah. The things we worry about, they really don't fucking matter because our brain is looking to be activated with the fight or flight. So we look for small little things and you just got to tell yourself when you feel that, when you feel that closing in, like me, I get dizzy. That's when I realize, okay, a panic attack is about to happen. It's like, I'm just like, uh, uh. I just, I start getting dizzy and I feel dehydrated and all these things, which that is a big part of it because I live in Texas. 
But if you do, if you're to deal with any sort of anxiety, just tell yourself, I'm in no physical danger. Just tell yourself, I'm in zero physical danger. There's nothing going to happen to me. And uh, I hope that helps you out because it helps me out a lot when I start getting, you know, clammy hand for, and it's because then it's like the poltergeist, the more you feed into it, right? You get something, all of a sudden you get that fight or flight reaction. You know, you start like the adrenaline goes, you start getting dizzy, you start the beads of sweat start coming off the forehead. Yeah, you know, be like, why am I, I'm, I'm nervous to go tell somebody about the skills I have at a job interview. Like they need me. I'm in no physical danger. Worst comes to worst, they don't give me this job or whatever the case may be, you know? But uh, I got a letter from the IRS and I was like, uh, you know, because things are great, bro. Fucking podcast is growing. Merch is flying. Uh, your girlfriend wants to sleep with me. All Everything's happening, right? So I figured, okay, well, if everything's going so great, this is about the time where the IRS is going to come after me for some shit that I didn't realize that I did wrong. Because what do they do? They say, oh, you got to pay your taxes here and there. We're not going to tell you exactly what you need to pay, but we know exactly what you need to pay. And if you don't pay this, we're going to come after you. So I'm thinking like, well, fuck, I'd, I'm not used to being rich. I don't know what to do. So I thought maybe I fucked something up. And um, I didn't. It was uh, something completely different. But for a second, there, I was like, God damn it. Now I'm going to be Al Capone. I'm going to go to prison. I'm going to have to make hooch in a silver toilet. Stainless steel toilet, silver hooch, dude. Um, I want to be a voice to the common man. I don't want to be the common man and be in jail with him. You know what I mean? Like, I want to appeal to... I'm just kidding. Totally stealing that from the movie Walk Hard, which was a banger movie, by the way. Uh, But yeah, jail. Jail is the ultimate melting pot, which shows how it doesn't actually work because everybody goes to jail and they stick with their own kind or they get ganked in a shower, which is um, maybe it's not a melting pot. Maybe it's primarily minorities that they shove in there because for profit jails. And I don't know, bro. But, you know, when people say that, oh, America is this big melting pot. Is it really? Because here's what America was initially. America was a melting pot of. European people who all kind of collectively had a similar culture and they're like, okay, well it's a melting pot for you to come here and assimilate and build a life. And that's what people did. Now it's at a point where they're saying, Oh, just bring whatever the fuck it is here. And it doesn't work out. And if you in any way speak up against that, you get a ugly label like xenophobe or racist or something like that placed upon you, where you're just like, you know what? I don't want to give up my culture, uh, I want to keep doing the things I'm doing in my country based off the values and foundation that my ancestors built. Like, I really don't want to do this new stuff over here. All of a sudden, you're the problem where it's like, you can't go anywhere else and try to force your shit on other people. You know, you'll be uh, insta deleted. And here's one thing that also always irks me, okay? Is, or that I just find funny. This is what I find funny. It's like this battle. Between everybody saying, my ancestors built America. Did they? How many of our ancestors actually built America? Mine didn't. My great-grandfather was a milk farmer, okay? (laughs) My great-grandfather, Knut, was a great man. I never actually met him. He sadly passed away while my mom was uh, pregnant with my sister, which is how my sister got her, her name. Um, but so he, he was a great man. They took my whole life. Everybody's talking about my great grandpa Knut, who was a Danish immigrant who came here and was a milk farmer. And so he didn't, I mean, sure. You could say he helped build, you know, like he built our family and he, he did, you know, he came here and for the American values and lived within the American value system. But you know, every, everybody's like, 
all my, my ancestors built America. What did they build, dude? What did they build? Especially you get people like, you get these like African immigrants where they're like, oh, my, my ancestors built America. What exactly did they build, bro? That's what I want to know. Like, okay, we all know slavery was a very terrible thing, but it was like the top 1% of rich farm people in like 10 states that actually owned slaves. And these slaves, it's not like it was skilled labor. Like they were picking the raw materials to make, uh, to, to make clothing. You know what I mean? So it's a very small percentage of people that are actually like had concepts and building the infrastructure and that were like building skyscrapers and shit like that. Like it's not my heritage, but my people came here and they're like, okay, well we like what they're doing. So we're going to fall into what they're doing and we're going to carry those traditions. Everybody's going, Oh, my ancestors built this. Oh, uh, this is, you know, okay. Like I'm going to say something kind of fucked up, but let's get into the weeds here. Everybody wants to say, Oh, you know, black people built America and black people have been treated very shitty in America. I'm not taking anything away from that, but like if they built America, like why is it everywhere that, you know, like why, why is Africa the way Africa is? You know what I mean? Like if they came over here and then built the most prosperous nation ever, why is it where they come from? It's just an absolute hellhole. still. You know what I mean? Like there's something we're missing a uh, a part here, dude. And that's where I get irked out too, where basically anybody that comes from anywhere that's not exactly functional, they come to America and want to start telling us how to do stuff. So like we're just it's almost patronizing. You know what I mean? A lot of people say, Oh, your your whiteness is the problem. Oh, your Western mindset is the problem. So it's like, well, for such a problem, like why are you coming here? Why are you coming here? And then it's telling us, it's basically like talking down to us saying like, oh, without our input, your civilization will be screwed. No, your civilization's fucked. And that's why you're coming here. You say, oh, colonizers, colonizers. Look at anywhere where the colonized weren't, colonizers weren't at, dude. It's crazy. Like the, you're, I mean, you got to give the Europeans respect, dude. As a whole like continent, Europe was just fucking whooping ass. And anybody saying otherwise is just a hater. Like back, I watched a uh, command commander and something i forget what it's called it's but it's with uh russell crowe where he's on this british battleship where they're chasing down the french this is back in the 17 1800s they got these huge ships with all this incredible technology they're sailing all across the globe fucking firing cannons at each other developing uh nautical tactical maneuvers of like outflanking each other fighting on fucking warships back in the 1800s the europeans okay and then we look at like the Middle East and they're still throwing fucking stones at each other. And then they come here and they tell us, oh, you need to adapt our lifestyle because what you're doing is wrong. Eh, no, don't come here with that bullshit, bro. I don't care how it sounds. I am a very open, I don't care what anybody puts a label on it. But when people are trying to like spread this, they say we need this like super, super diversity. No, we don't. We have shit that works. And it's okay to build on top of the things that work. But when you come in with like completely new ideologies, which have proven not to work in other places, no, go fuck yourself. Like it's, it's, it's a melting pot. No, it's not a fucking melting pot. Come here and assimilate or suck my dick. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, bro. You're not doing us a favor. Anyways, where are we at? So who was the asshole? All right. Speaking about prosperity. Who was the asshole that said that money can't buy everything, right? Who, <laughs> who, 
who was it the piece of shit that had enough money that says money can't make you happy? Do you know what the main cause for divorce is? Money. Do you know what the main cause for suicide is? Money. Do you know what the main cause for just overall misery, mass migration, all this, anything bad, the main source of it is fucking poverty, okay? And so you get these rich people saying like, I love Elon Musk. To me, Elon Musk is the greatest human alive right now, okay? For everything he's done for free speech, he's trying to make us intergalactic species. He's just a G. He, he reinvented the automobile industry. He's just overall like one of the greatest people to ever live and he's living in our timeline, which is great. But he tweeted the other day, he said, uh, knowledge over wealth. It's like, yeah, bro, it's easy to say when you're the wealthiest person in the world. And meanwhile, there's people that, <laughs> like, what are you going to do? Eat, eat your Isaac Newton book? You know what I mean? What are you going to do? Fucking, uh, you're, you're sick and you're going to uh, take your, I don't know, your, your Nikolai Tesla autobiography and inject it into your arms to fight your cancer or something? No, you're not. And so people with money, and why do you think you see like uh, Warren Buffett's right hand man? I forget his name off the top of my head. Uh, I forget. He fi- he passed away at ninety nine. You hear all these people, these these super rich people. They live to be like a hundred years old because they have access to the best medical care. They can afford good food. They don't have the stresses because stress will eat up your body. If you like, your cortisol levels are uh, they're so your 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 immune system and your cortisol levels are very entangled with each other. So if you're just constantly stressed, uh, it will kill you after a while. And so if you have enough money, there's certain things that just come off your your plate. You know what I mean? And I think it's a good message to say that, oh, you shouldn't just always strive for money. But I think it's very pot because you never see anybody just give away their wealth. You've never seen a rich people just be like, oh, you know what? I was happier without money. But there's always rich people that want to say shit like, oh, money doesn't make you happy. No, fuck that. Money makes you very happy. You can go on vacations. And it's the for me, it's the things that you don't have to do. For me, it's not like acquiring a bunch of shit. Like, I don't give a fuck. I mean, I like nice cars and whatnot, but I don't care if I'm not driving the nicest car. I don't care. Like, I'm, I'm totally cool wearing my Carhartt shirt. I'm not like, I don't, I don't need to be wearing a $100,000 watch. I don't need to be doing all these things. Like, I like living in a fucking apartment. I don't need a house because if you buy a house, you're basically just renting from the bank anyways. But uh, it, it's more for the fact like when you have money, you don't have to report to certain people and you don't have to. Uh, it's, it's the things that you don't have to do that I value uh, with the idea of having abundant wealth. I think a lot of people, they try to add things to their life. They say, OK, well, I need to go buy all this shit. They're trying to fill some void by just adding a bunch of materialistic things. And I think that's what the uber wealthy are referring to when they say, oh, money can't buy you happiness because they probably tried that route of just acquiring a bunch of junk. And I know for me personally, junk never makes me happy. It's just the idea of being able to take off whenever I want, do whatever I want, not having to, um, like the lack of worrying and the lack of having to kiss somebody's ass is all that I would ever want to attain from any sort of level of wealth. You know what I mean? So, Whoever uh, the asshole was that said money can't buy everything, I want you to know I 1000% disagree. And anyways, let's wind it down. Uh, I forgot to pause the music and it started playing, but that's a good key that it's time to wind it down. Later. Later.